0: On this week's episode of the Vero Beach Social Media Pop-Up Podcast, we talk to Tiffany Sweeney, the owner of Decor Envy and Preppy Palms. We talk about marketing, talk about how great Vero Beach is, and how to juggle work-life balance. Give it a listen. You're going to love it. I guarantee it. Here we go. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Vero Beach Social Media Pop Up Podcast. I am Curtis Carpenter. I'm here with Tiffany Sweeney. How are you?
1: Very good, thank you.
0: And we are here at the atrium at the Vero Beach Museum of Art, a beautiful facility. If you've never been here, Um, I think we had my senior prom here. Actually, (laughs) you're dating Um, yourself. (laughs) I know, and that' wild. But um, every time I walk in here, I think about that. But the museum is great. Thank you, Sophie, and and to the museum and the board and everybody for letting us uh, have this podcast here. But I do want to get to Tiffany. Doing well today?
1: Yes, very good.
0: After the car line, everything's good. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. We go to the same daycare. <laughs> little inside joke there. Yeah, we go.
0: So I saw Tiffany this morning as I was dropping the baby off. You were dropping the kids off, and I said, "We're gonna see you in a little bit, right?" Yeah. So, uh, so Tiffany is the owner of Decor Envy and Preppy Palms. I want to yes. talk a little bit about both today. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of want to start off, and we were talking before uh, we started airing about how you have this big event tomorrow, which today is Monday. This will release on Friday, <laughs> so kind of a misscheduling there. But uh, you have a big warehouse event on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Again, it's already past tense. <laughs> yep. But uh, I want to talk about this big warehouse event. Mm-hmm. What prompted you to do this?
1: Well, we've got inventory that is um, stale, so to speak. It's been around for too long. Um, mismatched pieces. One thing, you know, left out of a set or something that just. It's just accumulated inventory that you know we've removed from the showroom floor because we're making room for new inventory to come in that's fresh and exciting. Um, so we just needed to clear it all out and we've been kind of collecting it for a long time and now it's just gotten to the point where it's become a beast and I'm like, I need to get rid of everything. <laughs> So we're, we're doing this um, major clearance sale and getting rid of everything.
0: So if you're listening to this, the clearance sale has happened. Right. And you missed the boat. Um, so you need <laughs> Sorry, to go to, luck. Yeah, you need to go to Decor Envy and buy all the new stuff that they have coming right. in. So we have put the cart a little bit before the horse. Let's talk about Decor Envy. You had that before you started Preppy Palms. Yes. What is it?
1: So Decor Envy is a home furnishings and decor business, which operates um, out of a single building off of Old Dixie Highway in downtown. It's our antiques and arts district area and um, it's also my design firm I have like a design center there that has all my fabrics finishes catalogs trims wallpapers you name it anything that I need to be creative in doing my interior design so I started that in 2017 we opened the doors there so it's been a few years now and uh, it's been a fun ride Um, so I have enjoyed you know, furnishing homes as well as helping people just decorate and um, Decor Envy has got its you know, um, showroom inventory so people can come in off the, the street and buy whatever they need versus special order.
0: So I'm assuming you have a background in, in interior design. Yes. What did you do before <laughs> Decor Envy?
1: So I've actually worked my way through different design firms and a construction firm. I did uh, cabinetry design as well. So I actually received my degree in interior design in 2004 from Indian River State College. And I started working for a company down in Palm Beach and then moved up to Vero shortly thereafter in 2005. So I've been in Vero since '05, and have worked for several of the, you know, premier interior design firms here in the, in the, um, city. And, um, we hit a recession in 2008.
0: I'm well aware.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then it got worse in 2013. Um, so we ended up. When I say we, myself, me, myself, and all my personalities, no. <laughs> um, we ended up just trying to figure some something else out, and. The discussion between my husband and i was okay you either need to figure out a long-term plan because we weren't sure what was happening with the real estate market at that time and i was like well i think i'm just going to kind of do some odd jobs from home and you know just see where it takes me well then i get a phone call from a friend who's like look i'm leaving my position at this cabinet company and they asked me for recommendations i thought of you and i was like well i've never done cabinetry before but I'm game, you know, it was a full-time job. It was steady income, you know, and I was I was over being at home by myself all day long, sitting in my pajamas, wondering what I was going to do the rest <laughs> of the day. I'm a very active, very, you know, um, motivated individual. So it's like torture for me to be sitting at home. You
0: need something to do. I need
1: something to do, for sure. So I ended up working for this cabinet company, which also was owned by a construction firm, and they developed residential homes. And so we ended up... Um, you know, discussing that that was the right move and, okay, I'm going to take the job. So I actually learned cabinetry from the ground up with them and then stepped into the new residential construction portion of it. I became their um, selections coordinator and I helped all the new homeowners, you know, make their selections from, you know, tile flooring and roof tile on the house and driveway pavers, anything and everything between to build their new home. Um, But I felt like some Element was still missing for me, so it was the decor part of it. I was like, I still really like fabrics, and I still really like you know furnish furniture and furnishing and decor and everything. So um, I actually talked the owners of the construction firm into partnering with me to create an interior design firm. Smart. It was it was a good move at the time, but um, after about a year year and a half. I really wanted to take it to retail and they didn't see that same vision. So we decided to amicably part ways with the partnership and I ended up formulating um, a business plan to open Decor Envy. And they let me work for them full time while I got Decor Envy off the ground. Wow. And then once I got Decor Envy off the ground, they ended up subcontracting back to me the same services that they had employed me full-time to do. So, I mean, it was a great response. These guys are amazing. (laughs) Yes, they were. This
0: is awesome.
1: (laughs) Really good um, people. And, you know, I'm very fortunate that I was given the opportunity to do the things that I did with them and to be able to open Decor Envy. Right. uh, Which was a huge undertaking. I had never opened something this big before i had big ideas so you know one of the things that i had made the mistake of in the past with entrepreneurship was not really having a business plan in place and not having the funding and you know the goals and and things that i needed to to really make the business successful long term i was just kind of like hey let's do a business yay so i you know had three or four of them in the past that have flopped but you know without those
0: (laughs) business models and business plans and financials and all that they're going to flop exactly
1: but they were great mistakes that i learned from sure you know um so we ended up uh getting the financing that we needed through an sba loan and from a local bank and we you know got to work putting it together. It took us about a year to remodel the building, get all of the inventory together for, you know, opening the showroom and then finding the staff necessary to run it. Um, so it took me a lot longer. I actually found the building in 2016 Hmm. and I rented it then.
0: Without so, having the without business. Without having anything. Right. <laughs> wow.
1: But I was afraid to lose the building. Sure. At that sure. point, I was like, this is an ideal location. It's got every amenity that I need. I don't want to lose it. Right. <laughs> so anyway, it was it was worth the uh, wait for sure. So.
0: so it sounds like you have a pretty comprehensive understanding of not only the interior design aspect, but also, like you said, the cabinets and what brick pavers you should put in the driveway. How yep. common is that for an interior designer to have that experience? Is that something a lot of interior designers have?
1: Absolutely. You know. It depends really on your your primary focus. Um, if you just, it, well, first of all, if you don't have your interior design degree, you may not want to be involved in the technical side of design, which. New construction is very technical, um, but there are some very talented individuals that don't have a degree that have a very good eye for color, pattern, proportion, scale. Um, and they can do you know the job very well, they just don't have the education background. Right. Um, so those individuals may not necessarily have the um, technical skills, but they can learn that over time. Right. Um, everybody has a different path you know, but uh, most interior designers with that title have a degree, have experience and knowledge in the technical field of residential construction, and then the licensed interior designers, and there's a difference, they primarily focus on commercial residences and um, public spaces over, you know, the just private residences. Um, Things like building codes, fire safety, exit, and, you know, load factors that are required knowledge and tests you have to have this test in order to pass it and get licensed in order to work in a commercial facility. So I chose not to get licensed, I'm a residential interior designer, I don't touch any commercial work.
0: So do you need a degree to be a licensed interior designer? Yes. Okay. Yes. And so you just chose I got my degree, I'm qualified, I can do it, I'm just not going to. Yeah, it gotcha. never
1: really interested me. Sure. Um, it was one of these things where I got A's and B's all through college, except for my commercial um, interior design class. <laughs> that was a C. I just had no interest. It was kind of like, okay, I'm going to pass, but you know, it's not something I'm going to really throw my heart and soul into. Know
0: your strengths and know your weaknesses. Yeah, exactly,
1: right? exactly.
0: Oh, man. So that's Decor Envy. Yes. have got a pretty comprehensive understanding of that. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to switch gears just a little Preppy Palms. Yes. How did you come? Okay, first of all, what is Preppy Palms? (laughs) Let's talk about that.
1: Okay, so Preppy Palms is a clothing boutique, and um, it actually was a spinoff starting out of Decor Envy. Um, I um, was encouraged by one of my team members to bring in some, you know, basic fashion items we started with pajamas and then we started bringing in some like cover-ups and you know kimonos and things and scarves and handbags and then we got into jewelry and the idea was we were going to have a cash and carry you know quick purchase impulse purchase item that we could get cash flow on a daily basis because let's face it not everybody's going to come in and buy a, thousand dollar chair you know from the showroom floor on a daily basis yeah so in order to keep the cash flow going on a daily basis we brought in those lower ticket items that are impulse buys that women typically will be like oh yeah I'm gonna wear that dress it's you know eighty dollars perfect I'm gonna you know new work dress or new whatever dress so it built on its own people started coming in and saying I wanted to see what you have new and I just r- ran out of space, you know. I converted like a small section, and then it became a bigger section, and then it became like the whole back area where I normally keep all my shelves with my accessories for, you know, picture frames and you know chatchkis, as you would call it, for bookcases. And um, it just became overran with the fashion, and I'm like, I have more orders coming, and I have no place to put this. Right. So they're like, well, maybe you should open up a separate store. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Well, it took me a whole year to find a location.
0: It's a perfect location, by the way. (laughs) I know. I'm super excited. And that kind of
1: actually fell into my lap. It wasn't something that I had really had my eye on, um, where I was looking at several spaces downtown because I wanted to kind of keep it close to Decor Envy. I didn't want to be too far away. And I looked beachside, but beachside was extremely expensive, plus it was um, too small. You know, every space was like, you know, when you go to New York City and the little bodegas are like (laughs) this wide, (laughs) I'm thinking to myself, how am I going to fit clothing in here? And it feel like a, you know, an inviting space. Well, the whole
0: reason why you were getting a new space was so that you would have the space to put stuff. So why would you get a smaller space? Exactly. doesn't make a lot of sense. But for the viewers or listeners, um, uh, Preppy Palms is um, behind Chive, in front of the bowling alley, next to Lyft. I don't know what the exact address is there, but it's... So it's Off n- of US 1 there.
1: Yeah, it's uh, 974 14th Lane. It's an odd address. It's in the Majestic Plaza um, in the same strip as Lift Fitness, Penchapenny. And uh, KK Hair Salon is right next door to us.
0: But it is so centrally located. Yes. Oh, it's amazing. I know. I'm very
1: fortunate. And um, it just happened, like I said, to fall into my lap. I called Michael Rector, who's the plaza owner, looking at interest in another space. And he said, well, that one's rented, but I have this other space becoming available. And nobody knows about it yet. We just gave the tenant notice that they had to move out. He's in the process of cleaning up his plazas. He's removing the... uh, you know, unsavory characters, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um so there was an arcade in our location. Mm-hmm. And when I went in and I saw these obnoxious murals and the, you know, the dark black ceiling and the casino style carpet tile on the floor, and I, I said to my husband, I don't know what I'm gonna do with this space, but obviously I gotta gut it. Right. You know, and he's like, Really another gut after what we did with decor Envy because we completely gutted that Yeah, he's like you can't you don't have that much time right. you know and uh, I was like I know because because we did this in August and I wanted to be open for season sure which technically starts October but really kicks into gear in January right so I did I went in and I gutted it I white boxed it I sprayed everything white and just brightened it up Um, I tried to work with the existing structures that I had there with some modifications, but I needed to create an environment there that was very specific to our aesthetic, which is, you know, very bold and and colorful, Um, but also this Palm Beach aesthetic, you know, it's like tropical and fun and, you know, preppy. Hence the name, Preppy Palms. <laughs> um, so I ended up designing a wall that separated the showroom from the back office area, the bathrooms, the stock room, et cetera. And at first, I was going to like paint it. And I was like, eh, it doesn't really feel right to me. So long story short, we ended up covering it in a faux hedge material. So it looks like a giant hedge from the Palm Beach estate backyards. You know, it's, Palm Beach is known for their hedges. So it looks amazing. And then I was like, well, I need dressing rooms. So I built these cabana style dressing rooms with like the rafter tails hanging off and the shutters on the end with these you know uh, mirror tiles to create the look of a window, but still give you a mirror to be able to look at thing- yourself. So anyway, all these are ideas. And then I was like, well, I need a cash wrap and I don't want just some plain old desk. I ended up building a tent like they do, <laughs> like a cabana tent with the little scalloped edges like I have on the front of Decor Envy. Um, and I was like, well, this is perfect. You know, this just worked out really well.
0: (laughs) Well, it seems like a natural progression to go from interior design to clothing. Yes. Um, and also having an interior designer that's redesigning the space makes it (laughs) It a lot easier, (laughs) but there's so much what I like to call brand synergy there. You know, it's, it's preppy palms again. You've got the palms in the, in, in the area with the hedges and all that stuff um the branding i think is absolutely amazing i think you've done a great job with it Um, so you opened when did you formally open
1: our first day was december 13th of 2021.
0: so four months ago
1: yeah four months (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a brand new business. We had our grand opening the first Saturday. Well, no, the first Saturday was New Year's Day. So the second Saturday in January, we had our grand opening and our ribbon cutting. And it was a lot of fun. We had a fashion show and the whole thing.
0: <laughs> so how are you able to balance your time between your your obligations at Preppy Palms and to Core Envy? And I always joke with my wife about this because she has an online boutique. And she's also an MRI tech at the hospital. And she's got you know kids and all that. Yep. How, as a mother as a business owner how do you juggle that time and those commitments i mean
1: <laughs> it's a challenge let me tell you um but i have to say that having a firm foundation with the team that i have in each location they all contribute to the daily operations so that i'm not having to you know, do everything. Um, I have a store manager at Preppy Palms and she manages everything. I go there typically once to two times a week to check in. I look at the new merchandise, I see how things are going and um, you know, they ask questions. Obviously email and text messaging is so necessary in order to function as an individual, but just as a business owner with multiple things going on, that's a big way of communication. but you know it's all about routine it's all about schedules it's all about you know delegation and not doing everything myself now i'm still working on that and i'm not perfect about it but you know, because I have a little bit of a control freak in me and I just, I'm like, I want things a specific way. And you know, that's why I check in. You know, I go two right. times a week, one or two times a week, depending on my schedule. But then, you know, I've got to also balance the client work that I have. I'm the only designer at Decor Envy. You know, I have help, I have a project manager, I have an inventory manager, and I have sales staff and a design assistant. But the primary design work is on my shoulders. Okay. So once that's done, I hand it off to the project manager and have fun. You know, I got to run a pervy Yeah, exactly. But it also goes back to, you know, the, the work-life balance. Okay. Um, having children, my children are young and I knew that that was going to be something that was going to demand equally as much attention as the businesses. So it's so important that I've had such a great support system from my husband, from my husband's extended family, you know, his mom and his dad. And, Um, you know we've got babysitters and nannies that you know chip in every once in a while so hopefully we can all get it you know it takes a village right right right
0: (laughs) no that's wonderful Um, so what events do you have coming up again I know we have the warehouse sale for decor envy do you have anything like that for preppy palms coming up anytime soon
1: yes actually we have two events in the month of April and let me get my details here (laughs) because I don't want to misquote anything and have y'all show up on the wrong day So for Thursday, April 21st, from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m., we are doing a sip and shop, which benefits Safe Space. So I don't know if any of you have ever done a sip and shop, but basically you show up and you buy things and we donate a portion of the proceeds to the um, organization that we're featuring. And we chose Safe Space because it's a super, really important organization that helps um, troubled women and children and finding a safe space. So um, that'll be, like I said, Thursday, the 21st of April from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. at Preppy Palms. Which
0: fortunately is after this podcast comes out. (laughs) So you will actually be able to go to it, (laughs) right?
1: And the second event that we're hosting is actually that Sunday, April 24th um, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., we're doing a Botox and brunch. So oh. it's <laughs> Okay.
0: <laughs> this is this
1: is something that, you know, we've talked about doing and and we're also connecting with a local business to help support them. Okay. Um so we're working with Dr. Stephanie Million with the Vero Beach Medical Spa and Wellness Center. She's right below us. Oh you really? Oh that's so cool. How cool yeah. is that? Small world. Yeah. Um so she's bringing her team in and we're going to do discounts on Botox injections as well as fillers and any other procedure that, uh, you know, the ladies are looking to get done. And it's just, you know, a fun little thing to do. And it's a way to connect and socialize, but also um, maybe, you know, get a little service at a discount that you're, you know, looking to do. So these are great
0: networking and really marketing opportunities for you guys. What have you found with the boutique that, that has worked on the marketing side?
1: Advertising and print. In print? Uh, yeah, okay. um, believe it or not. Um, we do have a pretty decent following on Instagram um, and Facebook, but we're doing um, daily posts and daily stories that I have a full time person in the office creating that content and scheduling it.
0: <laughs> People don't realize how time consuming that is. It we get is. calls all the time saying, hey, will you manage our social media? And I'm like, listen, we can. It's going to be expensive, but we can manage it. We can create the content for you and all that. Mm -hmm. But having an employee that does it is probably the way to go. And again, that's like the anti-sales pitch. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. (laughs) Um, You know, I mean, our our specialty is the advertising side, but it's it's a a breath of fresh air to hear somebody say, "Yes, we have a full-time person at the shop." Creating content for us, I love it.
1: Yeah. Well, I I figured that was the only way it was gonna happen. You know, the girls are like, we need more content on social media, and I was like, I have no time.
0: Right. (laughs) When am
1: I gonna do that? You know. Right now, I got to go pick up the kids. Right, right. <laughs> um, so Kayla, she's been amazing. We've been um, scheduling photo shoots at the store for Preppy Palms. We have um, Angie and Christy from Two Chicks Productions working with us on like taking photographs and taking short clip videos in the um, Decor Envy showroom. Right and just generating the content so that we can post on a regular basis and using the Facebook marketplace to schedule it all. Yeah. Marketplace. Yeah. What did I say that Facebook yeah. business suite? Right. Eh, um,
0: <laughs> to anybody listening, they probably think it's all this, right? Exactly. Exactly.
1: But it is a challenge. I yeah. mean, it's an ever evolving, you know, so you beast. found that
0: print is your best, uh, your mm-hmm. best Avenue really. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. but as far as what I'm paying for, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, word of mouth, is by far the number one lead.
0: Every business I've ever met and every business I've ever worked with word mm-hmm. of mouth is always the best lead generator. Yeah. Um,
1: well, it's, it's like a personal recommendation, right? You know, did you hear about, um, they have fabulous, whatever, you know, right. the service is amazing. The environments are great. You know, okay. that kind of feedback is so important. That's why Google reviews,
0: Oh, huge.
1: <laughs> they're huge. Yeah. So we sent out an email and got some right away. And I was so surprised to read one of them. She goes, it's worth the drive down from, I think she said, Satellite Beach, and I'm like, how did you hear about us from Satellite Beach, you know? Um, And honestly, I can't recall what the answer was to that off the top of my head, but it was just so surprising, and and I'm like, yay. (laughs) We have
0: far reach. So has that been the same uh, experience that you've had with Decor Envy as far? Because you've had some more time now. You know, yeah. you've got five years of advertising yeah. with, with Decor Envy. What, what has kind of worked for you on the marketing side of that?
1: So, again, word of mouth, number sure. one. But uh, secondary, people walking in the store, right. you know, the retail part of it. That's why I was so... Um, adamant about opening the retail portion. You know, right. people walk in the door and then they, they discover you have design services. You know, they're out hunting for furniture and, the, and decor for their home and then they're feeling overwhelmed and they're like, I need help. Right. Oh, funny. You should
0: ask. <laughs> <laughs> so have you found a drop-off now that now that you've separated the the retail side of things? Um, have you found a drop-off at Decor Envy or have you seen any change?
1: So Yes, on the daily transactions, um, but we get these waves of um, people coming in because of the situation that we're in after COVID, the supply chain, oh, yeah. the, um, you know, the, the demand has increased and pricing's gone up, and so it's just been this very different world in our industry. Um, We're very blessed to be very busy, but we're also burdened by the fact that we can't get anything. Our lead times went from an eight to 12 week time period to now 14 to 16 months.
0: That is insane. Yes, it is insane. I mean, almost a year and a half? Mm -hmm.
1: I still have items on order from June of last year. Yeah.
0: So what kind of items are these? I mean They're not specific. T- well, they're most yeah. typically imports. Okay.
1: Um but the upholstery industry. So we buy all of our upholstery from furniture manufacturers in North Carolina. Okay. Well, remember when we had that deep freeze in February of 21?
0: Vaguely. And yeah. I, we didn't in have it, it here. Right, yeah. but in um, Texas. <laughs> I do remember that. Our so grids went down. Yes.
1: Yeah. It damaged a ton of chemical plant um, equipment. All of the um, chemicals that our foam components are made of Mm -hmm. was, you know, backordered essentially because they had damaged equipment. So we had a huge resurgence of demand for foam and no supply. So our vendors are now just getting caught up, but the demand hasn't gone away. So, you know, at first they were rationing the the plant, the foam plants were saying, okay, you only get 25% of your normal order for like... Months until they could get caught up, Um, and then it's been a labor shortage. You know, we've had uh, you know rolling issues with people being out sick with COVID um, or just illness in general, and so they've had short labor supply. So there's just been a unprecedented upset in the chain, you know, of supply for the home furnishings industry. So. What I'm saying is the interior design and retail side of it is benefiting um, because the people are coming to us because we have inventory in stock. Right. You know, right. I I was able to plan ahead enough that I was buying in mass quantities, you know, all the accessories, all the furniture, and I have it ordered way in advance. So I ordered things two weeks ago when I went to High Point for their spring market that will show up next year about this time. <laughs> So,
0: (laughs) We're trying to get a hold of a camera, Sony FX3, and they're back-ordered. And I mean, they're expensive cameras, but they're fantastic. We have Mm -hmm. one. We need another. And we literally called B&H in New York and said, hey, if you have one on the shelf, we will fly up and get it. Right. And they were like, nah, it's going to be at least (laughs) June or July before we have them. Right. It was just funny being on the phone, like, we'll get on a plane today and come get it. That's how, like...
1: That's how we need it. (laughs) But
0: we're not the only ones, you know, and just like your industry, you're not the only interior designer that's got something in a 14-month back order. I bet that if somebody in North Carolina had this couch that you needed, you would take a truck up there and get it. Yes, I would.
1: Or I'd send Brooks to Hart to get it for me.
0: (laughs) But it's just, you know, it's wild how the supply chain is really – Changed how we think about things. You know, yeah. like we, we've gotten into this instant gratification where I can get on Amazon, I can get anything tomorrow. Right. And it's like, wait a minute, I can't get it tomorrow? Right. I got to wait three months. You know, for me, it's three months. For you, it's 16 yeah, months. I know. And it's just wild how we've all had kind of had to reprogram our expectations um, for a lot of product. Absolutely. But, but um, yeah, so I'm thrilled to hear that Preppy Palms is doing well. Yes. I am surprised to hear that it's the print advertising again. We're, di- we're digital marketers, and I've, I've had to ask you two or three times. I'm like, you sure you said print, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I don't, do. I don't hate print. I, I, think it's, I think it has a place, and obviously yours is one of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I think that you know the the. Publications that I'm advertising in are something that people pick up and read. Sure. I was very strategic about that. Um, I'm like, okay, what has longevity? You mm-hmm. know, what's gonna hang around a while? And they're the coffee table staples, right. you know, the things that um, you know, people are gonna save. Sure. And people that are gonna read cover to cover. Right. So um, we also send out email blasts to our, you know, shoppers that have Um, come into the store, we ask them for their emails, smart, and we say, you know, would you like to be added to the list, and they say yes, and then we send out these routine, they're not regular enough yet, we're getting there, but um, often enough, and they'll say... You're a
0: social media person that's listening to this, like, all right, I got a new job.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, um, we'll send out email blasts, and that gets people in the door, or people buying online, because... When I first started the company, um, I said, you know, it has to be online, it has to be e-commerce. We are always going to be in that, you know, field. Sure. Um, So Shopify is our basis for, you know, our inventory management as well as our point of sale and e-commerce. Great platform.
0: Great platform. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So percentage-wise, how many of your sales do you think you have online versus people walking in the store at Private Palms?
1: Definitely low on the online right now because we're still working on our SEO and um, getting all the right meta tagging done and it's difficult because it has such a high turnover at Preppy Palms that you know by the time we've already got it photographed and you know loaded onto the website, people are in there buying it off the floor, you know. (laughs) So I'd say the majority of the the sales is is walk in, you know, in person
0: purchases. Interesting. Yeah, I might have some ideas for you. For, okay, good. For some I'm all, stuff. I'm open. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always yeah.
1: learning. I never yeah. resist a, uh, a a tip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> always happy to hand them out. Um, so, all right. So you have an event on the 21st, yes. sip and shop. Yes. You have an event on the 24th, uh, Botox. What did you call it? Botox, <laughs> Botox and, and brunch. <laughs> Botox and brunch. All right. And and those are both at Preppy Palms. Yes. Right. And what's the address again?
1: 974 14th Lane in the all Majestic right. Plaza.
0: Yep. Alright. And then what's the address for decor Envy? I know it's an old Dixie downtown. Yeah,
1: we're eighteen fifty eight Old Dixie Highway. Okay. So we are between sixteenth and twentieth. So we're in that stretch between sixteenth Street and Twentieth Street. Um on the east side of the road. We're so a white building.
0: These two buildings are very close to each other. Yes, you they are. They're walk. like two yeah. minutes
1: apart, thankfully. Yeah, yeah that's great. <laughs> it all worked out.
0: As anybody that listens to this podcast knows, I don't keep notes. I don't have an agenda. I just have a few things that I like to go over, and <laughs> sure. then I let you go. Okay. I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to add. Um, if
1: I'm just super happy to be supported by a wonderful community here. Um, when I moved to Vero Beach, I was, you know, excited about the idea of it being a small community where everybody knows everybody, and um, you know, we all support each other. So I'm just super excited to be here in Vero and and to be building a. Business and that I can potentially hand down to my children, you know, if they are interested I'm not gonna push it on them, but you know um, I love Vero Beach, and I love the fact that you know you and I connected how many years ago
0: years ago we've known each other Probably 15 years at least
1: at least and you know, it's funny when Kayla came to me She's like I want to get you to go over there with him and do this interview. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know him the best part was, yeah, so I'll
0: give a little uh, inside baseball here. So Kayla messaged me uh-huh. and said, "Hey, you have this podcast. Um, you know, I work with Tiffany, and da da da. We'd like to, to schedule it. So I'm okay, cool." And then um, another one of your employees, I can't remember, oh, Tricia. Tricia. Yes. Messages me, hey, we'd like to get uh, uh, Tiffany on the podcast if we could. So I'm like, all right. So I messaged them back, and I'm like, why am I messaging them? I'm just going (laughs) to hit up (laughs) Tiffany and let her know, okay, here we go. Like, we're just going to do it this day and this time. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. So I think they may have been out of the loop, but sorry. Yeah,
1: I know. It's funny. Well, Kayla's like, well, it all worked out. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I, that's one of the great things about Vero Beach is that you meet somebody and it's a lifelong friendship, you know, and, and everybody's connected. Everybody supports each other. And, you know, we do as much as we can to, yeah. to help each other out and, and grow small business.
0: It was funny uh, in the car ride when mm-hmm. I saw you at the dropping the baby <laughs> off, we got back in the car and I was telling my boys, mm-hmm. uh, who are 12 and 13, uh, that I was interviewing you. And they said well isn't isn't Preppy palms wouldn't that be a competitor to to stacy's uh? <laughs> oh, no. and I'm like listen i said there, there's enough you know there, there's enough to go around yes. I said I'm not worried about a competitor to my wife's boutique I mean come on yeah, but you're right I mean it is um you play nice in the sandbox and we're all very friendly and it's a Absolutely. small town and and you know I'm, I'm very happy to support Preppy palms and decor envy and Happy to have you on this. Thank and you. Anytime you want to Thank come back, we'll oh, come yeah. back and do it again. And we'll try to do it before you have a big event. <laughs> well in advance, so and everybody we, we can get it. into it. <laughs> but I do want to wish you good luck Thank uh, you tomorrow, much. a.k.a. two days ago, um, right. <laughs> uh, with, this, uh, with this event, the warehouse event. I think it's going to be great. Awesome. I really do.
1: I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to let you run and get back Thank into you. your jeans and t-shirt. And I go I know. You know. I got
1: to go move some furniture. So <laughs> thanks again. No,
0: you're welcome. Uh, if there's anything else... That's going to do it from us here at Vero Beach Social Media. Thank you again, Tiffany Sweeney. Thank you to Vero Beach Museum of Art for letting us shoot in this beautiful atrium. Um, I love this place. It is beautiful. And I think we've been here like every Monday, which they're closed on Mondays, for like (laughs) the last month doing something. I have to figure out a way to get back here next week. But again, thank you to Sophie and the board and everybody here. Again, I'm Curtis Carpenter with Tiffany Sweeney, Vero Beach Social Media Pop-Up Podcast. Thanks. Thank you.